0: Welcome to Age Gap Finance, a podcast where a millennial and a baby boomer talk money. My name is Nick. I'm 24. I'm a financial advisor with Rosado Wealth Management and one of the managing partners here.
1: My name is Ed Rosado. I'm 57 years old and one of the managing members of Rosado Wealth Management as well. Well, I want to welcome everybody this morning and uh, to our uh, podcast. And it's been a a little while since we have done one due to uh, all the circumstances that have taken place over the last couple of months, but we really appreciate everybody being on today.
0: Ryan, you know, thankfully we're back in the office. There there was a period there where, um, you know, in order to protect our clients and everything, it, it was just smarter to definitely at least limit the amount of people that are in our office. But, um, you know, we hope everyone is doing well and, uh, you know, we wish everybody safety and um, during this time. So... Ed, how have you been handling the little bit of isolation here, the quarantine and all that?
1: Well, it's definitely been uh, uh, different for me, that's for sure, because I'm not used to being confined to the house. Uh, Fortunately enough, we were able to kind of still operate, you know, the office here with a lot of our tax people were working over the last couple of months. We weren't seeing clients.
0: Right. I mean, we we did... um I know we did some Zoom calls and that that was interesting for, um, you know, meeting with people you've really never met before and, mm-hmm. um, you know, going over their finances and things like that over a Zoom call, it it really was, um, you know, something that, that could definitely be an asset in in the future for, for everybody, whether, you know, they are sick and don't want to come into the office or, you know, really the options are endless, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, allowing everybody to kind of get used to having to use that technology is, is only going to help be more comfortable with it in the future. Yeah.
1: It's a little bit of a hurdle for us because we're so right. used to doing face to face appointments with people. And so it become, it, it was a little bit of a challenge in the beginning, but I think more, the more we do the better they'll get. Hopefully, you know, this is just my mindset. Cause I know our age is different. You're more technology driven where I'm more face to face and, uh, I like to hopefully get back to the situation, uh, where we can see clients more face to face, but it's all a matter of them being more comfortable to come in and all that.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, it it seems like, you know, it it is, you know, about the middle of June now, it seems like people are definitely becoming a little bit more comfortable with it. And, you know, we, we still get calls that people aren't comfortable and, you know, some who are, and it's, it's really up to the client if they want to come in or not.
1: Mm hmm yeah, as uh, the more things open up in our state is just about fully open up now with the state of Florida. So we're fortunate enough where people are, you could just tell by more people on the road and people in the stores and everywhere else. But,
0: Well, did you, did you learn a new skill or anything? I know uh, I, I was reading things where, you know, some people thought it was a time where they should read, uh, you know, take on a new skill and and you know other people were like you know this is a time to actually slow down for once we're always going so fast so kind of what was your mindset on that
1: no i really (laughs) i really didn't learn any new skills oh Um, boy no just uh i can't really say that i did i learned how to do zoom that's about it wow you know that's a skill in itself
0: yeah no it really is a skill in itself and honestly. I didn't learn a new skill either. So. Good. <laughs> We're kind of in the same boat there. Uh,
1: Nothing new at home projects or anything like that that
0: uh... um I mean, we definitely uh, I, I feel like we did kind of do things on our house that you know we've been kind of putting off, whether it was you know just just little upkeep things we you know stained the grout in our tile things like that you know nothing exciting but you know all, all those little things you, you want to do but you don't feel like you have the time for so we, we did some of those things which yeah.
1: which definitely helped out if I'm going to learn a skill it's not going to be staying grout
0: <laughs> No, that's
1: for sure I want to learn something that's going to be useful down the road for me oh wow <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what the tile looks great
0: <laughs> well thank you I it does it.
1: no I was able to spend a couple of weeks here and there over the last couple of months up in my cabin in north Georgia so we enjoyed that uh, get out of some of the Florida heat here the, the weather was great and I know you guys are going to be heading up there tomorrow yeah we're we're about...
0: pretty excited about that um, you know although we had you know, a, a little bit less work probably to do over the quarantine and everything like that. You know, it, it's not a vacation or anything like that. It, it's definitely going to be good to get out of the house, maybe even get out of the city, which we haven't really been for, you know, some months now. So uh, definitely looking forward to, to going to Georgia and um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Do some hiking, get back to nature. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, it'll it'll be a good time, that's for sure. You know, definitely one thing we want to talk about during a time like this is the market. You know, we saw pretty much a roller coaster over the last couple months. Uh, And today is June 9th, and the Dow is still down 3.38% on the year. NASDAQ is actually up 10.61, and the S&P is finally positive. But it's point zero five positive. So it's kind of been a like I said, a roller coaster and thankfully it seems to have at least recovered most of what what it did lose. And um, you know, it is unfortunate though with everything going on, a lot of people have either gotten sick, lost their jobs, things like that.
1: Yeah, I I think one of the things that that are we want our listeners to to be aware of is that what happened over the last couple months was was not a financial crisis it was a health crisis that of course affected the economy but when you compare it to say 2008 when we had a financial crisis you know the Dow went down to a little over 6,000 points mm-hmm. and uh, compared to where it is now where you know before this ever happened we were close to 30,000 points um, and now we're right around 27,000 so they're you know There was a lot of good things that were put in place to uh circumvent a lot of the things with the pandemic and i think that helped and then the most recent jobs uh, the unemployment report that came out or new jobs report that came out Mm -hmm. with 2.5 million new jobs in the month of may right um definitely helped uh the market
0: right yeah no doubt about that and um it's it's always good to see you know obviously it was scary few months but we, the, the market actually recovered pretty quick and, you know, it it only kind of emphasized the fact that people are scared of the market because, you know, a lot of people made big moves even during this, this last crash, if you want to call it that, you know, people asking, you know, should I move to cash? Should I be in something safer? And uh, again, you know, reacting in the short term is not always the best thing to do, so you know uh, thankfully market has recovered like we said um but one thing we did want to talk about was that with these people who have lost their job you know with whether they're being laid off for load don't know if they're coming back you know it's important to know your options with your retirement accounts that you hold through your employer you know 401ks things like that and you know there's a lot of options um, that can give you a little bit more flexibility or control over your investments that, that you know, we're going to talk about today. And I, I think at least some people are going to benefit from having this conversation with their advisor.
1: Yeah, and one of, the, one of the things most recently in the news is that they had passed uh, uh, something recently where uh, people that have 401ks, if they have to draw from them, they're going to be able to draw from them without any penalty. Right, um, but they, they have to pay it back. Definitely have to pay it back, and it is going to be taxable down the road. But they will not have to pay that that ten percent IRS penalty right. to take it out.
0: So it's good if if you really want need you know the cash to to get by, but you know you're kind of playing with fire there if you take it out and then never pay it back. You know you're going to have a nightmare on your tax return. So Ed, uh, I guess the question really is what. Are your options with the 401k um, what, once you've separated with your previous employer?
1: Yeah, so let's uh, you know let's talk about some of the options that people have when they leave an employer, uh, either for a new job or for non-retirement reasons. They definitely have some options here. Number one, you could roll over that 401k into an IRA um, if you had uh, left that employer, uh, traditional IRA or Roth. So, there's no tax implications at all when you do that. You can consolidate your 401k with your new employer plan. So, if you go to another employer and they have a 401k, you could certainly roll that into that plan as well. Um,
0: I do want to note that if you roll over your 401k into a Roth IRA, there would be some tax implications there, but on a traditional IRA there's going to be no tax implications um, right so, so. Very, very important to uh, to note that because you know a 401k essentially is all income that's never been taxed and uh, Roth is funded with after tax dollars so just just important you do that then some other options would be you know you could just keep your old 401k with your previous employer. Uh, we don't usually love that idea but um, you know we'll get into that a little bit later. Also, the one of the last options for your 401k would be to cash it out, which, you know, also being a tax firm, we definitely don't recommend De- that.
1: Definitely don't recommend that, and uh, because that could be an extremely big, big tax burden for you, and in some cases, move you to another tax bracket, and in that case, too, you, um, well, right now, with the uh, temporary, um, rules they have in place now, if you do cash it out, you have no penalty. But in, but remember, it's it's the taxes you have to pay on it. So when you cash out or you go to a Roth, we always like to guide clients through that because it's not really more of a financial decision at that point. It's a tax decision. Right. So we want to make sure that they do the right thing.
0: Again, anything that that we're going to talk about here is not specific toward any employer or any 401k um, and not really any advice for any specific client here but um, a lot of the times a 401k uh, what what we feel a good thing to do with it is to roll it into an ira a traditional ira typically um, at least to start because we see a lot of a lot more flexibility there. You have a little bit more control over your investments and, you know, rolling it over an IRA allows you to, you know, really select from a wider range of investments versus whatever company that 401k is held through. Usually they have like target funds and kind of general funds that aren't really specific to what you may want. And a target fund being, you know, if I'm 20 and I don't think I'm going to retire till I'm 60 I may go into a 40-year fund that starts off more aggressive and as I get closer to retirement it it slowly gets a little bit more conservative which is kind of the natural timeline we see but you know a lot of times those aren't the best for the individual need of the client so uh, when, when it's in a traditional IRA and, and possibly you have an advisor helping you along the way really there is a lot more flexibility and, and you can uh, use your advisor's expertise to kind of guide you along the way where, you know, we see a lot of clients have 401ks that are really more self-managed than anything.
1: Well, that's the big thing. That's the biggest, probably complaint, number one complaint we hear from clients with 401ks is they get no advice. So they will give them a booklet to choose from funds or target date funds and they're pretty much on their own. A lot of uh, 401K plans will not sit down individually with the client, with yeah. the employee, to tell them, okay, based on your age and your risk tolerance and all that stuff, they'll do it. So they are pretty much on their own. And even, you know, a lot of times we uh, we see clients come in, we handle their other investments outside of their 401K plans, and they ask us for help on their 401K because they don't get the advice. So, But we'll help them along because, you uh, um, you know, eventually we can help them down the road with uh, rolling that into an IRA when they either separate or retire but the other thing too is to keep in mind with um, the advantages of going um, if you have the availability of going into an IRA when you either retire or separate uh, lose your job or, or separate from that employer the days of pensions are pretty much gone so we're unless you work for a government agency, you know, a hospital or for a long time or a fireman, or, or a police officer or anything like that, you're not really going to have a pension. So we have to create our own pensions. In fact, a lot of people don't know about the Pension Protection Act that was passed back in 2006, um, which allowed people to while they're working if they're 59 and a half or older and they have a 401k and they're still working they could actually roll that 401k out to an IRA or a Roth and take control of it over that po- at that
0: point right and, and we see we see that um, quite a bit in our clients and you know it it's good because right when you get to about that age is really when most people are starting to wind down and you know hope to retire fairly soon. So by by taking control over your four hundred one k or what's currently in it, um, you know we see a lot of people able to build a pension off of their retirement versus you know leaving it in the four hundred one k and um, it allows people to have a little bit more of a plan when it does come time to actually retire. Yeah, and
1: there are vehicles that we can set clients up with to generate. Uh, income similar to a pension so they can generate that for a lifetime so where they could not do that in a 401k
0: so uh, one thing that we see um, and and that we've mentioned a little bit but want to kind of emphasize a bit is really you becoming you know the owner and exactly being in control of your 401k that's that's one of the best benefits of doing a 401k rollover because uh, really you know, as we said, you're limited to what you're invested in, but also, uh, you know, as you're, when you're younger, you really should be probably a little bit more aggressive for the most part. That's kind of the rule of thumb and, you know, investing in individual stock that pays dividends or, you know, certain funds if, if, you know, they, they fit kind of your needs. Those are important to be in and um, when you're younger and, and especially when you you're in those target funds, it's just a general idea, you know, you're probably in a fund, the same fund as, you know, a million other people and it's not custom to you. So really being able to take control and invest in exactly what you want to be invested in is really important in a 401k or when you move that to a traditional IRA.
1: Let's talk a little bit about consolidation as far as, uh, consolidate and, um, you know maybe retirement plans such as IRAs and 401Ks together quite often we see people come to us with multiple 401Ks um you know because i believe the average person changes jobs every 7 to 10 years or so or something like that and uh
0: it seems like even more and more yeah nowadays, probably more yeah.
1: often than that and what happens is that they accumulate these 401Ks and never really did anything with them so quite often when we meet people, um, we'll uh, put together a plan to consolidate those 401ks and, and into an IRA and make things a little bit more simpler for them as well. So it's very easy for them to uh, to manage it, and then we start putting together an overall plan for them.
0: Um, right. To... We we see um, you know people who have 401ks they've almost even forgot about or. You know, it was a 401k back when they were in their 20s and Mm -hmm. now they're retiring and, you know, so uh, a lot of times we can track these down and, and, you know, consolidate them because the the more unorganized and more money, uh, more places your money is, you know, it's harder to track. So, you know, we've seen people who are... 65 with a small $3,000 401k that they just didn't know what to do with for years, so they never ended up doing anything. So it really is good to consolidate those and, and know exactly what you have, where mm-hmm. they are, and how it's invested. Uh, and another good thing that, uh, you know, at least looking at your 401k, and, and, you know, let this at least serve as a reminder that, you know, the beneficiary information, and, you know, the beneficiaries on either your IRAs or 401ks, you know, a lot of the times we see that they are either outdated or, um, you know, just, just really haven't been updated in, in quite some time. And, you know, obviously if, if something were to happen to you, you want to make sure that goes to the right place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are, uh, believe it or not, a lot of them are incorrect. I think the the stat is like 80% of all IRA and beneficiaries, IRA and 401k plans, uh, the beneficiaries on those, about 80% of them are incorrect. People may have had a a spouse that passed away or a child or whatever, and uh, they never changed it. Um, And uh, so that's always a good idea. That's, in fact, when we call IRA companies or 401k companies... One of the questions we always ask every company is to confirm the beneficiaries. And sometimes clients will ask us, well, why are you asking that? And we'll tell them that because a lot of them are incorrect. We want to make sure that they
0: have the right percentages and the people on there that they want. Exactly, yeah. And, and you know, it's it's not even uncommon where we've seen companies be the beneficiary of, the, of an IRA. And, you know, that doesn't mean they're going to get all the money, but it does mean they're in a little bit more control than they should be. Um, so always important to know your your beneficiaries on your accounts as simple as that may seem you know like Ed said a lot of people have uh, don't have this up-to-date and you know that that's just gonna leave a lot of problems to your heirs you know one thing to remember is that a 401k rollover or you know an IRA something like that is definitely not the only thing you should be doing uh, for your retirement savings, you know, there's there's a lot of things, a lot of vehicles out there, um, that that can help you get to where you want to be in your retirement, and um, it's important that you do discuss with your advisor. Um, of course, we're open for discussion on that with free consultations, but uh, really important you discuss with your advisor all the options for your retirement plan, um, just to make sure you're situated. You know, you're gonna have the income you want. You're not invested in a too aggressive way if you're, you know, coming toward retirement and, you know, there, there's plenty of uh, reason to talk about a 401k, but it's not the not the only thing you should be talking about.
1: No, it's just, um, it should be uh, really part of an overall plan. You should have other things in place in addition to the 401k too. The other thing that I want to touch on too, it's probably going back a little bit to one of the first topics we talked about is um, diversification because um, what we see quite often too on 401k plans is a lot of 401k plans will heavily invest the employee in their company's stock right which is not always a great plan because if that company's if you're heavily invested in that company's stock and that stock should take a big dip from the market and you're not diversified into other stocks or funds or whatever right. it might be, um, that could have a really bad effect on your uh, on your 401k. So diversification is very, very important. So that's one of the things that uh, we make a, a practice to do is that when we meet with clients is really to be diversified is, is very, very important.
0: Right. And I'm, I'm sure the clients who, you know, worked at GE and had a lifelong career there, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure while things were good, they, they were probably pretty happy with it. But you know if that that shows the power of all your weight in in one company because when when they started struggling you know a lot of people lost you know half of what they had in, in retirement and or more yeah right and so it's uh, definitely you know definitely important to di- diversify but uh, you know at the same time a 401k is not a bad option it Is if you can't roll out of a 401k if you are you know investing in your 401k it is an important part of the process it's you know we're not bashing 401ks at all because um, you know a lot of times uh, employers will match what what you're putting in there so you know we we've seen a common number seems to be six percent so if you put six percent of your income in there um, you know the company will match with six percent and really that's that's gonna defer a lot of the tax um, and allow you to contribute quite a bit to your retirement accounts, probably or in a lot of cases more than what you would be able to in a traditional IRA. Well,
1: the matching is free money. When, exactly. they, when they put it in and they get that match, it's free money. The other thing too is that the contributions to a 401k are much greater than a traditional IRA yep. too. Mm-hmm. And if you're 50 or older, you have that catch up too as well. So right. there's so, a lot of benefits to it.
0: It's it's all coming right off your tax return. I mean uh if you have, make sixty thousand dollars and you put ten thousand into your four one K, only fifty thousand is gonna show up on your tax return. So um, you know, that that's a lot of tax deferral and you know, that that's gonna allow your retirement accounts to grow and Um, You know, if you can't roll over your 401k, it doesn't mean you're in a terrible investment and, you know, that it's not the right fit for you, anything like that, of course. So, um, you know, a lot of times, especially for younger people, 401ks are a great option. So, you know, Mm -hmm. we definitely want, you know, everybody to know that as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, really the focus of this podcast was really for those clients that, uh, that are listening that have a 401k and they've separated or lost their job or whatever, or retired, that's where uh, we can really step in and help you make the right decision when it comes to what do I do with this 401k? And But if you're still employed and you have that 401k, we always suggest maxing it out as much as you can, get that, especially if they're matching, and it's gonna be one of the best things for you down the road.
0: Exactly. And, um, is there anything else you'd like to add on this topic, Ed? I I know we kind of, kind of covered quite a bit with 401ks today. Um, I think we,
1: we really covered a lot, but, uh, again, we want to emphasize that, uh, if any of you are to that point where, again, we're kind of repeating ourselves, but leave an employer, retire, uh, lose your job, um, that uh, you do have some choices and we want you to make the right choices because too often we have seen people and that unfortunately by the time they get to us it's too late, is where they'll do a full cash out um, and use it for, you know, to maybe go buy a house or buy a car or do certain things like that. Um, And they really don't find out the impact on it until they do their taxes right and 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 at that point it's devastating to some people
0: on that point that you're saying uh one one last thing i'd like to add too is that um, if a 401k rollover is done correctly there's no tax implications to it at all um but it is a question we get quite often where people are nervous because you know they get a check in the mail for you know sometimes a few hundred thousand dollars and they're like is this going to show up on my tax return and you know it. It's important you work with an advisor to do that in the right way because you know there are times where we've seen people do it not the correct way and it cause a taxable event on their tax return. And you know it's it's important um, that that you do work with an advisor when you are rolling it over just to make sure you're doing it the right way and it should not uh, um, have any tax implications on you. No, if it's done the right way. Right. But really, I I do think we covered a lot here, and that's about it for this topic today. Um, Of course, if you enjoyed this podcast, we do have some other ones posted on our website, so just check those out. You know, we we do obviously take um, questions, concerns. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, you can email me at nick, N-I-C, at R-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O, W e a l t h dot Uh, that's Nick at Rosado com, And, uh, you know, we're more than happy to take questions and, and talk about topics that, you know, everybody wants to hear.
1: Thank you everybody for tuning into our podcast and we look forward to having you on our next one.
0: Stay safe and have a nice day.
1: Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through TrueVestments Capital, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.